I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello everyone. It's your favorite Michael Legg here. Uh, I'm here to tell you that there are some well, sound uh issues. With this week's leg haul. When aren't there? Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. But uh, see if you can spot the sound issues. That's a fun game to play. And also, let's see if you can spot where we stopped the podcast and restarted it again. That's another fun game we're playing at leg haul. This is going to be such a fun leg haul. It is a fun leg haul. We're going to have a really great time. Although not for a while, because we have to listen to the theme tune. Sorry. everyone welcome to uh episode one of season two uh it's been quite a while uh since we've done a podcast i think it was uh four days since the last one um the christmas special but now we're on to season two hope you like the a uh, the uh theme tune i've absolutely no idea what the theme tune was i haven't edited this yet uh but i'm really excited that uh there's all sorts of new things happening here for lake hall season two uh for instance uh, now we start off with Michael's fun fact. Michael's fun fact. I don't have a sting yet for that, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, that'll do, right? As a that'll do as a sting. So here's my here's Michael's fun fact for the very first. Did you know that um, the ver- very first person to be offered the role, the lead role of John McClane in Die Hard, was the 77 year old Frank Sinatra. 
there you go. I'll be honest, it's quite a boring uh, fun fact. I, yeah, I'll take it all back. Uh, the new slot is called Michael's Boring Fact. There we go. Uh, Sean, did you know that? I'll be honest, I was only Chant- half listening because I didn't right. realise that I'm the maiden voyage of the second series of this show. So yeah, I'm no, happy. you are. You are. And by the by, the way, you haven't. You not. You're not technically in the in the podcast yet. Oh, so okay. this is just pre. This is just pre talk. Yeah. I mean, this is this is going out. People will unfortunately hear this, oh, no. but you have not been introduced, and therefore you're under no pressure. Uh, this oh, is cool. the part where you can swear as much as you want. Uh, but after that, once I introduce you, you have to swear as much as I want. So it's a totally different thing. Uh, Shan, um, did you uh, did you know that Frank Sinatra was offered the role of John McClane, uh, the lead role in Die Hard? I didn't know this. No. New information. There you go. 77. And he decided he, he wouldn't do it. Have you heard about Michael Flatley's film? I keep... I keep wanting to see it, but it's, it hasn't come out yet, has it? It, no. it will probably never come out, right? I mean, the trailer is a thing of beauty in itself. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it is. really gorgeous. It's it's up there with... Uh, no, I'd say it's even worse, isn't it, than Bulla Quo. I don't know if you ever saw the film Bulla Quo. No, it was. Uh, status Quo. You know, the, you, know the, you know the Beatles? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, you've heard of the Beatles, right? So the Beatles and bands like the Beatles, they they got really famous. So they they made lark about films like Hard Days Night stuff like that. Yeah. And Status Quo, uh, they were famous, weren't they? Uh, they were very famous, and they made a lark about film, but they made it well into their sixties, and oh. it's insane. Well, I mean, in one way, it is nice. It's isn't. You know, there's no reason why um, you can't knock about in your sixties. Uh, I think there. I think Bulaquo proves that status quo can't knock about in their sixties. <laughs> what happens in the? You film? know that. Uh, well, uh, I believe it's it's a uh, a case of mistaken identity that leads Rick Parfit to completely organise nine eleven. It's actually oh. quite bleak. Oh, so it's like. I yeah. mean, it's the sort of the Golden Girls with a little bit extra. It is. You're right. I never really thought. It's like the Golden Girls meets the IRA. <laughs> sort of, you know. It's good. It's good. Do you know what? I take it all back. It's a good film. Hey, listen, everyone. You'll never guess what. Right here at the beginning, episode freaking one of uh, season two of Lake Hall. Never guess who's fallen into the leg hole. It is my. It is someone I admire ridiculously. It's the brilliant Sean Doxy. And everyone applause. Everyone applause. Everyone applause. So you're you're now in the podcast, Sean. Oh, I'm Chad. in. Yeah. Um, how what? How are you? I'm tired, <laughs> but uh, I am good. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to rewire my brain to not be completely caffeine dependent at the moment, and it's just going badly. So okay, you know. okay. So so you've stopped. You stopped caffeine. I have uh, like just made these like stuttering, nept attempts to not be like made of caffeine because over lockdown I would just mm-hmm. wake up, think, "Fuck no." drink coffee until I didn't want to die, look at Twitter, 
drink more coffee and then maybe send one email and then try to go to bed. And that cycle has kind of <laughs> kept going. Uh, but doesn't that, uh, doesn't that make you uh, a perfect um, a perfect character for a, a fun rom-com? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I've had a coffee. Oh, my God, my phone, I dropped it in the toilet. Oh, I can't see who tweeted. It's, it's you know, you're cack-handed, but then along comes this person. Yeah. I I think you'd be perfect rom-com, you know, fodder. That's very flattering. I actually, I thought the whole reason that comedians tried to get, like, you know, like a sort of... um. Like, you know, the sort of like May Martin or Aziz Ansari, I know that's like problematic or whatever, but you know, like got themselves a show was that they could kind of just like move from coffee shop to coffee shop to coffee shop telling right. the parts of a like failed romantic anecdote. I thought that was, that's kind of like the holy grail of where you're going career wise yeah. is just to get to the point where you're keeping just enough of a level of caffeine in your system in the daytime mm. and then enough of a level of alcohol in your system in the nighttime and just explain right. to your friends how badly a date went. Yeah. I I just realized I think I'm completely off caffeine. I don't think I've had caffeine in three months, maybe a bit more than three months. How do you how are you alive? How are you doing anything? Oh I so I just drank uh, alcohol oh, much right. earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've always got a little um, a little breakfast Carlsberg at the side of the bed, just to you know, just to open the old eyes, get things going. I mean, it's only three point eight percent. It's a perfectly serviceable breakfast beer. Yeah, um, cool. yeah, exactly. It just gets just gets the old jump leads and the the old heart going. Um, no, I I um I. I think it's fair to say that I was addicted in some way to Diet Coke, but I realized I was just addicted to the rhythm of drinking a drink that was useless. Yeah. And then I... Go on. No, sorry. No, no, I've got nothing more to say about it. In fact, on any subject. I'm amazed I got a sentence out. (laughs) I was going to say, like, uh, I generally don't believe in, like, giving up on things like cold turkey i find it really annoying like i can't drink alcohol and i find like when people do dry january they sort of come to me i think for like just a sort of um needing a sort of like social validation or whatever of like oh yeah cool i'm Mm -hmm. doing this thing and i'm like why the fuck would you do this and i feel like i I sort of feel like they're, they're being a tourist in my personal hell do you get that with right. veganuary as a like, you know, as a notorious mm. vegan, when people are like really pleased with themselves for doing what you do all the time for a couple of weeks? Does sure. it really piss you off? Yeah. Um, n- nothing pisses me off anymore because you've just called me a notorious vegan and I think <laughs> I need a T-shirt with that written on it. <laughs> I'll make you one. I I think I, I, I actually feel like I've won something. Yay! Oh my I, God. I, I, actually, I actually feel lighter. Should we stop recording? No, we might get another T-shirt. Oh, I stopped recording ages ago. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as the boring fun fact, my mom, I'm fucking sick of this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Now, listen, uh, Sean, you're here for uh, one reason and one reason only. We, we, the world, uh, we, we would like to know 
who you are really. I'm really uh, excited about this because I don't think I've had enough yeah. of a character assassination um, in this much depth. So thank you. You d- you you did. Neither of us did the Edinburgh Fringe this year, and you must you must have really missed not being taken down with Peg or two in August. Oh yeah, so, I mean the big is things are going too well. I think that hurts me. Right. Well, allow me to <laughs> to uh, do everything uh, that Kate Copstick should have done to you this month. Um, uh, by asking you 10 questions, Sean. I've got 10 questions for you. And Wait. from those 10 questions, I'm going to put together a psychological profile of you. Um, I'll be honest with you. I've enjoyed doing this with everyone. But um, you're genuinely... I think I think you're so n- nice, I'm actually a little bit scared of you. Like, oh. almost if, I'm, if I was horrible to you, I'd be like, oh, I don't really feel like doing anything anymore and i'll probably just crawl into a cupboard for a while so unfortunately i think you may have found a loophole here at the leg hole i'm hoping that's not the case i'm hoping i find the inner strength uh to really lay into you um uh psychologically and verbally and in every horrible way but if i can't that's uh that's all down to you and your lovely personality but there are 10 questions okay Two questions. The first and the last question are the same that I ask all of my guests here at the Lake Hall. But mm-hmm. oh, Sean, Sean, those those middle eight. Oh my God, they're all crafted. I I sat in the garden, just smoking so much crack and thinking <laughs> of you, and I got these eight questions. That is and the I think, nicest hopefully... way that someone's paid attention to me uh, mm-hmm, in recent mm-hmm, history. Mm-hmm. So already win win for old Shan. Yeah, I was just I was just alone thinking <laughs> if I ever saw her, I'd bloody ask her these questions. So here we go. <laughs> Question number one, Shan Doxy. Do you like me? Yeah, I do. I think that you probably won't. Believe me, but yeah, I like you. No, I don't. I will say, no one does. I mean, listen, I will say, don't dine out on it Mm -hmm. because I do try and find something likable about everyone generally, but you're less laborious than most, so yeah, okay, less laborious than most. So, uh, uh, again, it's back to the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, If if this was a review, it would so far that would be the pull like quote, wouldn't it? It would be a T-shirt, or yeah, it, it, a, it, it would it would have to go above the two stars, you know, <laughs> that got less laborious. Um, so, for instance, um, uh, this isn't one of the questions. It's just a, it's just a, uh, it's just an added question. Oh, I um, don't have a question, st- but I'll let you ask your question. Oh, great, 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 great. Yeah, great. Th- yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so, say for instance, you met that. Um, I'm really struggling to find somebody really evil that I think you could could not find any good in them. Hit me. Um, yeah, it's okay. Putin. So if you like, if you were doing the, the Edinburgh Fringe this year and Putin was in the front row, mm. how, how would you deal with it? Keep in I'd mind, you him. only see the good in people. I'd ask him about the horse. How's the horse doing? Is he kind oh, to the yeah. horse? Yeah, or was the horse just, you know, literally a one-trick pony, just there for the press photo and then forgotten about mm. forever? 
also I'd really want to know um I want to know what happened to that horse after its brief moment of fame with Putin I think yeah that, um like I mean the pathway of how Putin arrived at one of my shows would be fun maybe he'd be thinking that I was like hiding members of Pussy Riot like in the props I don't know um but mm-hmm. I mean I'd love to have a chat with him um yeah that's true I mean I would like to chat to him um I and I and that is such a great point you you, you would have asked about the horse but I, I think you made an even better point when you said is is he kind of the horse because I bet he is do you reckon? Do you I think bet. he's one of those people who's like... Yeah, because he won't he won't see the horse's yeah. competition. The horse isn't competition. And the horse isn't out to get him. Mm, yeah. Um, this is probably a really uh, sketchy detour. But I remember when... Um, so when I worked in a strip club, there was a real thing of mm. if a customer was sitting with me and realised that we were kind of on a level, like, so realized that I like uh was a first language English speaker or that like I was educated you know like um that would immediately put them off going for a dance with me sometimes because they felt like oh no this person is uh, sort of oh we're on the same like wavelength and then they go off with someone who doesn't speak as good English um Mm. and yeah who they kind of like couldn't empathize with on the same human level i think right putin does that with horses but the other way around do you see what i mean that's true like, that know, is true yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think if you really 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 uh were a good spy and you wanted to infiltrate russia you definitely need a friend with you so you can both dress as a horse yeah totally i think it's the only way in it's the only way in. I'll be honest. I'm um, impressed that two people make up a horse. I feel like there always should be a third person in the middle because, like, they're quite big. Like, they're quite long. Like, it, surely you need a connector in the middle, or is it really like a two-person thing? Am I just really naive here about horse anatomy? No, I'll be honest. You're not naive about horses at all. In fact, if anything, oh. you've thrown up a lot of questions. Do the rest of us know what horses are? Because to me. It looks like it should be two people. Yeah. But now that you've said it, maybe... Well, but I mean... Yeah, when I see the panto horse, you know, and again, this is a very British thing. Yeah. The panto horse, it looks like it's gone through the zip file, you know, it's been compressed, or is it like a long dog? It's It feels non-horse-like. But I've never written in to complain to a panto about this, because I feel that would be callous. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Do you remember your worst ever Edinburgh Fringe review? Yeah, I do, uh, and it's uh, it's not it's not that. I mean, I'm not saying it it was good. It was it was a bad review. But what was great about it was it was so badly written. It was just hilarious to read. Um, yeah, the 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 first sentence like was nearly two paragraphs long, so oh, it was actually crazy. hard to read. Never mind bad. Yeah, Ooh. and it was good. It was uh, it was. Um, uh, Broadway baby, you know, and oh, I mean, yeah. listen, once you, once you lose them, your audience is gone. <laughs> yeah. But 100%. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I got a two star review from Broadway baby and it was it, like, none of it made sense. It felt like it was written by an AI. Yeah. 
Well, it I was mean, really it's, weird. It's written by an AI child, but uh, yeah, That's true. as you said, it's a it, it's an important publication. Um, Sean, I yeah. uh, I'm going to be honest with you about something. Oh yeah, I was about to stop the podcast because the your mic made you sound like a robot. At, but the good the thing is, I like robots, so I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, but now it seems to have sorted itself out, and I'm a little bit. Could you start sounding more like a robot just for the rest of this? For consistency, yeah. So yeah, so would you mind? Yeah, uh, more monotonous, 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 monotonous. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't get more monotonous than this podcast, so don't you worry <laughs> about that. But if if you could answer most questions with either negative or positive, that would be yeah, great. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Great. Just a quick one. Um, I d- I didn't I didn't write anything down in your um. Uh, psychological profile because I'll be honest with you um, one I find robots charming and two I find you charming and three uh, I think you're absolutely right do you know what in fact I've got to write down she's correct about horses yes that's all I want woohoo Sean uh, all I've got for you so far is uh, by the way welcome back Oh, hey, Um, thanks. uh, After the technical uh, difficulties there. Luckily, um, a tech guy like me was on hand. I know Mm. a lot about these things. And uh, I punched the computer, threw beer at it, and it seems (laughs) to be working now. It's a lot smoother. I'll be honest with you, Sean. You may mock that sort of thinking, but it's what got me through a lot of my late teenage years. Who you hasn't know, punched a computer I, and felt better I, for it? No, no. What I'm saying is I I acted in a way that I shouldn't. <laughs> and some people would punch me and throw beer at me. And do you know what I learned from that? And I don't see why a computer, which is supposedly smarter than me, couldn't also uh, learn from that. All we've got from you, Sean, so far is uh, you you are correct about horses. That's, oh, fuck. That's the, en- no. the entire profile. Yeah, well, yeah, there's plenty more to go. We haven't even got to question number two. Oh, but yeah. we're going to question number two right now. I had so many questions for you, but that's not the show format. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, if you've got a question for me, you go right on ahead. But I mean, I'm, I, I fear my own psychological profile. Although I'll be honest with you, I, I think I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> cool. I think it's fair. Here we go. Question number two. Sean. What's the biggest thing you've ever eaten? The biggest thing I have ever eaten. Um, mm. Do you mean in terms of the size of the meal or in terms I, of... I haven't thought about it. Oh, because I was thinking like, mm. if it's the size of the meal, that's one thing. Or yeah. if it's what it was before, like, you know, if it was a yak that I was eating right. part of it, that's a different... Um, yeah, I, I understand where you're going, where you're going yeah. with that, and you know you, you're quite right to bring this up. Uh, but I would say, look, um, I, I, who knows what you're like behind closed doors? I don't think you've eaten a whole yak. Not like a whole one. No, I haven't eaten a yeah. yak. It's a nice idea, but um, I won't overstretch myself. Not if you're a yak. The biggest thing I've eaten, it's probably. Um, to be honest, it's probably like a massive milkshake because um, I went to the States and you can get a strawberry milkshake there where like they give you a like pint and a half size of the strawberry milkshake. But then also in a goblet next to it, 
they give you like what they couldn't fit into the cup, which is and really they put cool. it in a goblet. Yeah, yeah, that's like, fancy. Uh, it really well. It's like a steel like canister. Um, yeah, like a jewel encrusted gold goblet. Like what you drink mead out of if you were a Norse king. Yeah, but you're a child yeah, yeah. king on the West yeah. Coast. Yeah, um, that was massive. Although, again, it's just, this is a very layered question. I can't remember uh-huh. if it was massive because it was objectively big or because mm. I was a child. So proportionately, it seemed enormous. It might have just been like the size of a can of Coke and mm. I've just, you know, Expanded. You have found a loophole in the question, haven't you? You've got because you could have just said fish fingers, but I was, you know, eight weeks old. Mm, yeah, you yeah, know, and that would have been massive, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, wow. if you're a baby, a fish finger is the size of your leg. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to put down correct about fish fingers. Oh man, is this just going to be a list of things I'm right about? <laughs> that would it's, be well. It's it, it's it's disappointing. Uh, but hopefully we'll hopefully at some point we'll get something that we could totally cancel your ass on but at the moment you you if anyone would question fish fingers and horses with you fuck me i would not like to be i would not like to be those people (laughs) (laughs) we've got a third question here sean okay sean what are you best at playing professional basketball or the tambourine unprofessional tambourine definitely good good answer but also i like the pause because i think i like to think that you were picturing yourself uh in like i don't know the chicago bulls or something like that yeah just go now how could i cut this i also think that no one is good at playing the tambourine but basketball in my understanding has some criteria, so... Oh, I um, think so, yes. I'm not sure, but uh, I would guess. So, yeah, I'm going to say the tambourine, but not make, like, a bold claim of having any tambourine skill by inference. Right. Yeah, I mean, tambourine's uh, one of those... um, It's it's hard to call it an instrument, isn't it? It's just Mm. an object. It's just That's, something uh, to fill the time, yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone can be bad at it or good at it. Although I guess someone someone could be bad at it. I did get um I was in the primary school orchestra, which isn't a brag. Uh, all of the children mm-hmm. were in the orchestra, and I got demoted from the bongo Shit. drums. Yeah, I know. My parents have never recovered. I got demoted from the bongo drums to. You know, just the sticks, <laughs> the sticks that you clack together just, and go. Just, just some sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Do you know what? I know very little about the orchestra, but I don't know the instrument, the sticks. <laughs> it's, you no. know, it's the two sticks. Um, it's not the drumsticks. No. That's too hard. It was the, right. yeah, you know, like, I'm going to send you a well, photograph. The, the, that's the thing about the drumsticks. Uh, they're technically quite easy, but then you've got to master the entire drum kit as well. Yeah. You yeah. know, so <clears throat> the drumsticks is, in, in many ways, only one small part of the instrument. And but, then you have to uh, work this, outwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas the sticks, I guess, is a lot easier because nobody, unless you want to set fire to the orchestra, I guess, then you have to learn how to rub the sticks together. And, I mean that would be yeah yeah that would be impressive because they are like they're like laminated um I think they are I don't want to make bold claims again but I I think they are 
probably fireproof. But again, I'm not a musician um, professionally. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Can you play any instrument? No. Nope. Uh, me neither. Really? Did you want to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's can you a waste play, of life, isn't it? Can you play a... You can play a bit of guitar. Hang on. Am I hallucinating oh. this? Oh, you definitely are, because oh. I can play none of a guitar. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I can, no, I can't even play one bit of the guitar. I can play... Um, uh, like I could pretend to play "Smoke on the Water" by Deep Purple, but mm-hmm. but it, someone must have shown me that, and I can't even remember how I know that. Mm. It's a bit like, do you know? It's a bit like um, speaking Irish. I can't really speak a lot of it. I can speak a bit of it, and I don't remember learning any of it. But you can do so, the Deep Purple like version of "Smoke on." Can you? Can you? Could you do "Smoke I on can't, the Water" in Irish? I can't. Well, exactly. Yeah. 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 August and fixed. Yeah, exactly. I could, you know, I could bless myself. <laughs> but other than that, no, no, that's that's it. It's, oh uh, man, more more gigs should involve a blessing. I'm gonna go see the magnetic fields on Wednesday, and I want there to be oh, a blessing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I yeah. can't wait. Although apparently well, not an amazing live band, but uh, yeah, still. Do you, do you know what? It's not amazing you say that. I've been listening to, uh, and if you walk away from this podcast, I'll totally understand. Um, I've been listening to a box set of Bob Dylan's 1966 live tour. Like it's just the same, basically the same set over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, uh, yeah. and, and I'm delighted. <laughs> but here's the thing: the gigs end with the national anthem. Ooh. And we. Right, but weirdly, I went. I'm quite nostalgic for that. Like, I mean, no, well, you know, obviously, my Northern Irish upbringing. I I had fear when that happened, (laughs) but now it's like eh, I'm not scared of anymore. It's, it's, you know, it's it's way in the past. And and then it was, it was quite weirdly. Um, uh, the the gig in Belfast, it doesn't have the national anthem. That's wild. Uh, Yeah. Okay. There you go. Wait. I'm really, I'm being really dense here. Which country's national anthem? Oh, I should have, sorry, I should have said it's the UK tour. Yes, you're absolutely right. I thought it was uh, the American I, one because he's an American guy, right? Yeah, but but come on. You, you know, listen, I know, I, know, yeah. I know visitors aren't welcome in Britain, but <laughs> occasionally one or two sneak through. And uh, so, yeah, sorry, I should have said, yes, you're absolutely right. It was his UK tour. And, uh, you know, wherever he played, the national anthem was uh, the last tune. And weirdly, it didn't happen in Belfast. Yeah. And it's before the the Troubles. Did he think that this was something all UK musicians, oh, no, or not all UK musicians, but all foreign musicians in the UK have to do? No, it was, it was, no, no, it was the venues. The venues played it. Oh, right. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Encore, encore, encore. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's the thing. If they go back on after the national anthem, then they have to play the national anthem again. It's a really long evening when that happens. Yeah. Someone told me that um, there's like the timing of the British national anthem is a mistake, but like technically, like it's meant to be. Um, four times faster but there was like a mistake in the notation or something so we've all just because of a a misprint or something been singing the like really I mean I you know you know the version that we sing all the time every day Um, yeah yeah as soon as I wake up 
Yep, open yeah. the Carlsberg, have a little, you know, have a little sing. Um, Listen, that... I'll be honest with you, I never remember the words unless I'm a little bit pissed. <laughs> I, uh, um, my family moved to America for about half a year and it was awful um, because we had to go to this little like Catholic school and I hated it and I told everyone I was a witch. But anyway, um, we had to say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the States every morning and every evening at the end of the school day. And all the American kids just did it. And me and this one Russian guy <laughs> just like sat at the back of the class. Going, no. Really? You teamed up with the Russian in America? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, in hindsight, I don't know. In hindsight, I don't know. Um, yeah. like Oh, sure. But I, I, I forgot like how... Uh, like patriotism is embedded in a lot of people's lives in you know in my little bubble I find that quite weird but maybe it isn't weird maybe all bands should end with the national anthem I'm in the wrong here well you know uh Queen the band does but Mm. that's neither here nor there but here's the thing um when I was uh 11 um my uh my family went on holiday with me uh to America and there are loads of photos of me as an 11 year old standing by the stars and stripes flag with <gasps> doing sort of like doing sort of like you know that fist over your heart thing yeah and it's like why the fuck did my parents do that literally patriotism is what fucking ruins our lives yeah we're in northern ireland patriotism is fucking tearing everything apart and they're making me do some patriotism like posing patriotism what happened? Did they just get caught up in the excitement of the... Yeah, absolutely. They just thought they they 1,000% bought into, oh, my God, this place is amazing. If you go to America, all your dreams are going to come true. Mm. And uh, not all of my dreams came true, which is great in some ways because... Uh, I've I've been chased by a lot of mechanical clowns, <laughs> so um, so that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. if you like the dreams that you have when you were eleven, I just wanted a dolphin tattoo. I'm very happy that I don't have a dolphin right. tattoo. It wasn't a very exciting eleven year old dream. Also, wait, were your parents doing the thing of like because Americans on the ground get so excited when like mm-hmm. real. Irish people, Northern Irish people, you know, people from, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like, so, I mean, were they just, like, indulging the photo ops of all the Americans who were just, like, beside themselves to see? <clears throat> no, 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 my parents bought into the whole freaking thing. Wow, and, wow. like, we, we, we were over there visiting family, and they were like, well, they're not that impressed by Irish people, because technically, they genuinely are Irish, mm-hmm. they might be one generation removed, but they're, they're Irish, you know? Or if 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 you know, uh, you know, there's plenty of Americans who are like you know eighth generation, and they go, "Yeah, I'm Irish." <laughs> you go, You've got a green hat, mate. That's all. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but wasn't it great? Uh, at least in the eighties and the nineties, when they sent us uh, some money for the boys. Anyway, let's move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here we how go. I, oh, how am I doing? How am I doing? Um. Right, so far, well, I've written down you're correct about tambourines. Oh, and horses and fish fingers. So far. I'm smashing this. Yeah, really, really, really are nailing it. Here's the next question, Sean. If you could build a time machine, if you could build, and I don't doubt you could. Mm. If you could build a time machine and go back in time to kill Hitler, 
Mm. At what stage of Hitler's life would you kill him? And what amusing weapon would you use? Mm. Um, it would have to be something to do with the landscape paintings, I think. I Oh, yeah, because that would really hurt him. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. I think that would really help things to make sure that those were stopped in their tracks. And mm -hmm. I think that the best way to pointedly murder Hitler as he was um, toxically on his way to make another fucking painting would be with like yeah. a biro, maybe um, like an alternative or a Sharpie. Could I kill him with a Sharpie? A lilac Sharpie. I would murder Hitler at the point of completing a landscape painting with a lilac Sharpie pen. I mean, you could smash him in the face with an extra sketch if you want. I mean, it's really... That's a much better idea. Yeah. Um, uh, listen, I no, I can't take credit for that. I can't. No, I can't possibly. I think you can. It was. It was. It was what you said. But um. But that's very kind. <laughs> it was what I said. It's kind of. Isn't that how credit works? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's. But like you said, it's not about me. You know, and uh, although it is, everything is. Also, Here's the thing. I, I, also, sorry. I think like. No. Okay. I don't think there is an unfunny way to kill. Hitler, I think that he's he's such a weird looking guy that any yeah. any death. I mean, I'd enjoy it. Apart from all the nice stuff he did, yeah. Just it'd be nice guy. to rip his mustache off and watch him deflate like right round the room. That would be kind of fun. I think ripping I off the I don't mustache. Know if that would happen. No, ripping off the mustache and using those on the landscape painting as like an extra mm. bit of texture um mm -hmm. although i don't know that might improve the painting so maybe everyone loses in that situation um if if you're in any way interested and, and i don't know uh, maybe you were interested the second we met you went, i wonder when he would kill hitler well i'm going to tell you when i would kill hitler oh yeah um i i definitely kill teenage hitler because oh, yeah. you know how bad a man hitler is right yeah I imagine how awful he would have been as a teenager I'm oh, gonna. Jeez, mm, really no. annoying. Do you not? Re Do you, oh, really irritating. Not like, not like absolutely yeah. horrible. Just oh, well, you know, he would have been horrible. He would have been into you know genocide and just dictatorship. But also, he would have slammed doors a lot. You know. Yeah. You don't understand me or my music. Goes upstairs, plays Wagner. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that he would have been like? Because he would have been precocious in school, right? Yeah. Would have been annoying, not because he was actively being like awful to people, um, but just kind of had that like quiet smugness, you know? Like uh, there was a guy I went to school with who, if um, like if someone wasn't answering a question properly, he would put up his hand and he'd answer with like, "Well, obviously it works like this." I feel like Hitler was probably more that oh, shit, kind of really? person. Oh yeah, 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 absolute like asshole. The problem is he was right a lot of the time. But like, um, it was, yeah, just more that like kind of condescending teenager. So, yeah. So do you think Hitler um, was maybe born at the wrong time? Like if he was if he was alive now, he'd just have a podcast and we'd be able to deal with him. I think, and listen, I hate to give credit too generously, but I think Hitler would have been an incredible incel. I think he would have just like... Yeah, really I think, good at it. Yeah, I think he would have taken it to next level broadcasting. Um, sure. I mean, I think now, I don't know, it's probably like, this is not an original idea. He would he would just be a kind of 
like Jordan Peterson, not exactly, but he'd just have like, he'd have an area of the internet, right? You know, and he'd be like, Oh, he definitely would. It. He definitely would. And, um, uh, and I get the feeling, you know, he'd be really angry about those downfall clips. <laughs> yeah, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to shrug that one off and laugh at it. No. I think it's more fun trying to imagine Hitler as a French duke, just trying to understand why everything isn't a tank, you know, like that, mm. that I think would be, that's how I would murder Hitler. I wouldn't murder him on sight. I would go to where he was calmly painting a landscape painting and go, no, 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 no. That's, that's actually quite, no, that's fine. Anyway, you're coming in the time machine with me. And then I would bring him back to a century before and be like, you know what? I'm not going to stop you. You live your dreams. Just get through the to-do list. But you have to do it in France in 1750. And I just, because I think he's probably quite meticulous as well. I would just watch him try and work through the to-do list, but having to negotiate like a rough and like a lack of uh, industrial 20th century machinery. Um, yeah, gotcha. I think that would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um Sean, I have to ask you this because you are the kind of person that sees the good in everyone. Uh oh. If you saw mm, if you saw Hitler painting, like say he was like up uh, a hill mm. uh, painting the Bavarian Alps. Yep. And you you saw him from a distance, you went, Oh, it's fucking Hitler. I'm gonna go over there and I'm I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. But you got there and you saw the painting and it was actually he was actually painting his own dick. Mm. Would you suddenly have more respect for him and go, fair play, that was funny? I'd say it'd be a bad painting of an Alp, but... Um... Yeah, 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 exactly. But, I mean, just, just the fact, you know, that he decided that was the place that he was going to paint his own penis was a when, part of the Bavarian Alps. When you say, would I have more respect for Hitler? Yeah, <laughs> where yeah are you exactly. Assuming, if where... you could. <laughs> if I could, if I could revere him anymore. Uh -huh. uh, sure. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I'm going to say the bar is, uh, uh, you know, like, again, you've got to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think uh, mm -hmm. I would I would kind of want to see. Oh, I'd want to see Hitler's dick pic. I'm going to broadcast that. I would want to see. So so what what you're saying is Hitler's as far as you're concerned, Hitler's dick pic was uh, was solicited. By me. This is a controversial statement, but, you know, listen, I'm. I'm I'm glad we finally got it out of you. Michael, can we also, just with the context, I'm alone in the Alps, right? I'm just wandering around. He's the sure. only man I've seen for a while. And I uh -huh. wander over. He's painted a picture of a penis, which is very considerate of him to give me a kind of visual guide, like remind me what that looks like, because I will have forgotten. Um, it honestly, was not all bad. No, yeah, I'd say that's quite a redeeming feature. Okay, so uh, I actually have written correct about Hitler, and I'm going to put down wrong about Hitler. <laughs> I think I think finally you have cracked uh, in in this psychological profile. But maybe you can redeem yourself uh, with the next question. Sean, have you ever been to Newtonards? What's Newtonards? That's my hometown. Why have oh. you not been there? Shit. <laughs> Is that where we're supposed to be doing this recording? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. There's there's very little to uh, recommend when you're not. Well, have but, you been to my but, hometown? 
I don't know where your hometown is. Brussels. Brussels? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Brussels. I've been to Brussels a few times. Oh, fuck you. No, I haven't been to New Nine, sorry. Well, <laughs> um... <coughs> well yeah, you, I mean, you've been very rude about it. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I've been to Brussels and I, I enjoyed uh, Brussels. Mm. Um, the the uh, there's, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of um, brewery tours. Did that's, you make that's any? What I... Yeah. Did you make any friends in Brussels? Yeah. Oh, oh, do you mean in life? Oh, I was. I mean, we can keep it open. It's the same answer. <laughs> it's really hard to make friends in Belgium. So no, I was just wondering if you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard. Um, I was like in. I mean, okay, there was a lockdown, so fair enough. But I was in Belgium for nearly one year. And I made one friend and it was really fucking hard. So, uh, yeah, not a very like open right. uh, but, society. But hang, hang on. Hang on. When when did you say you lived there? I'm from Belgium. No, I know that. But and you said you couldn't. Yeah, I ended up uh, because of COVID and Brexit and stuff. Uh, oh, I was, sorry. Yeah. You were, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. If you were only there for two years and you didn't make any friends, it's fine. You're a baby. Oh, yeah. 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 Babies uh, also notoriously unfriendly to other babies. So I've got loads of opt-outs in that situation. Listen, when I was, what, I don't know, eight months old, all my friends were adults. <laughs> I just hung out with a more mature crowd. Oh, man. That's cool. Like the cool older yeah. brother, but literally just an older brother. Uh yeah 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 I mean he was like six. That's an adult. Yeah yeah that's an adult as far yeah. as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, uh, I, I listen. I like uh, I I like Brussels. Um, I, when you just said it, it's hard to make friends in Brussels, I've been thinking about this, and I know that people might go, well, Facebook and all that stuff is the answer here, but no. Why isn't there a Tinder for just friends? Oh my god! Thank you. Yeah. Just, uh, like, do we like just? Can, you know what? I think you can just take a one look at person at a person and real and think yeah, there's a chance we could be friends. As much as you can take one look at someone and go, "Oh, I'm physically sexually attracted to that person," therefore I, I'll get in contact with them. Tinder, right? Would it be like opposite Twitter? Like if you took everything that connects people on Twitter yeah. and built something that was like the photo negative of Twitter, like sure, friender. Fr- 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 I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, it's weird, but I think also just like how do people make friends? <laughs> I don't know. I've lost like the <laughs> guidebook. This. This is literally why I started this podcast <laughs> in the hope that we could answer that question. I didn't think I'd have the question fired back at me. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Michael, can we be friends? Uh, listen, I'm hoping we are friends. We I'm are friends. from the bottom of my heart. I'm hoping that we're friends. Yeah. Uh, uh, but why is it? Why isn't there a Tinder for friends? You know. Yeah. Um. Oh, there is like. There's Meetup. I'm on a so I'm on a queer dating app where you okay. can set your settings to like mm-hmm. so you can choose you can be looking for like dates or hookups or friends like friends is a button. Oh okay. Or like community and events, which is like 
I think that's really nice. It's like, hey, state your purpose. And it can be like, I'm here to find people to play Dungeons and Dragons with or go mushroom foraging with or for a queer kink poly orgy with, you know, it's like you can just kind of like set out the tiers really uh, overtly. And I think that's cool. But um, I don't know. I kind of, yeah, I feel weird about just kind of wandering into a situation going, friends. It just seems a bit weird that you can get apps for like you. Not only can you get apps for like your your uh, partner, so mm. to speak, well, or your you know would be partner, but like you can get apps for like a pet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, well, how come you can get all these things and you can't get a friend? Why can you get well, I'll, borrow I'll my edit doggy? Some music but... in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, why can you get borrow my doggy but not reciprocate yeah. my need for human contact? It's a much catchier title. Yeah. Why isn't there an app called Let's Have a Pint? <laughs> yeah. You know? That yeah. was, yeah. It's also, it's a thing, right, of like Facebook, which now is just the sort of crumbling architecture of a social media platform. I think everyone I've met on Facebook is someone who I met in real life and then kind of went, oh yeah, let's be friends on Facebook to just kind of have a different stream of communication. But the other way round is much more difficult, right? Of like, oh, hey, no, like we're friends on Facebook who then became WhatsApp friends, you know, like the real friendship. Um, yeah, I don't know. But also I just don't know what the rules are for making friends anymore. And um, maybe it's also that thing of like, sorry, uh, I can't remember what question we're on, but I'm really going on a big detour here. Um, maybe maybe we should be more like the animal kingdom. And by <laughs> that, I mean dogs. Like if you see a person like a, like in a park that's, I don't know, 200 yards away from you, just bolt up to them. Oh, I thought you just... meant in the sense of we should be more like the animal kingdom, i.e. dogs, and be tied by a leash to someone who is then legally obliged <laughs> to you know be what? your no friend matter, no matter no matter what chant at the end of the day we we are <laughs> where the other one where the other we are oh uh, that's what the name of our app could be leash it could be leash that's the friendship app but you okay you like choose the length of your leash like do you want like a, a kind of fun bounding long distance friendship then you go yeah select that one or do you want like a really like a confidant who you like you whatsapp during the day when you're bored at work that's like a short leash and you don't say like what your height is or your name or your star sign or what your interests are in the app you just put lengths and the length of the leash is what people select and then we okay. all kind of yeah we all sort of connect that way Maybe. I mean, yeah. you, yours yours is probably a lot more marketable because my idea for the name was going to be no fucking no no. <laughs> uh, and so you you might be right in in that in the in this one. Hey, let's move on. But by the way, I've just put down that you're correct about Newton Arts. Yeah. Let's go on to the next. Let's go on to the next question. Uh, thank fuck, someone's correct about Newton Arts. Here we go. Here's an, John. What will be the name of your last pet? Of my last pet. Oh, yeah. so we're hoping that I'm old, right? So I'm hoping that I, I have... I'm a, hoping that you're very old. Yes, I want a long life. Um, mm -hmm. So my grand's friends, um, they all named their pets after political leaders. And they, they, I, they didn't really have a relationship or like an opinion about right. their political leader. But like my granny's best friend had a cat called Gorbachev, which I thought was kind of cool. 
So I guess yeah. my last pet might be like uh, Ed Miliband or um, but, oh right. Mick Lynch. Like it would be someone like politically significant now, but who will be okay like redundant in future. Um, That's yeah. pets for you. Yeah, <laughs> perishable, really perishable yeah. pets. Yeah, yeah. I or or I don't know, maybe um, yeah, I think Mick Lynch is a nice name for any pet. It could be a lizard, it could be a bird. Yeah, I'll go for Mick Lynch. Someone's got a pet called Thatcher, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. If Someone it's a, does. Yeah, if it's a bird as well, it does do thatching, so you could kind of swing it as like, no, it's okay. just it's just its job description. It does nest uh- stuff. I think you've uh, you've given um, Thatcher supporters perhaps too much credit there. Shit. Um, yeah, I reckon there's there's um, there's many a cat called Thatcher, and I bet there's maybe one dog called Harold Wilson. <laughs> oh, do you think it's going to be many? Do you think people call them like Maggie as like it's actually a Margaret Thatcher cat, but we call her Maggie just to sort of keep the dinner parties less awkward. That is true. God, that is so right. Yeah, there's going to be even more cats called Maggie. You're right. Yeah. Maggie the Moggy, and they'll mm, laugh it off, yeah. but really it'll be Maggie the fucking bastard. Am yeah, I right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aggressive so fiscal go- policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna put down correct about Thatcher. Yeah. And and cats. Yes. Here we go. Next question, Sean. Uh, you discover a man who has been frozen in ice for 6,000 years. Mm. Which which three Netflix shows would you recommend to him and why? Because <laughs> surely he's dead. Was he in the Alps painting a picture of his a penis or was it a different man? Well... Uh, 6,000 years ago, it's oh. definitely a different man. But that's not to say he wasn't doing that, because what else was there to do? <laughs> there wasn't anything on back then. Uh, oh, I've got no. to throw, show him three Netflix shows. Um, or any Just to get him shows. up to speed. Just get him up to speed. Uh, oh, fuck. I haven't watched a lot of TV. Um, I have to throw, show him three Netflix shows. Um, I guess... I could show him, um, what's it called? The Big Short, like the documentary about the crash. I think that um, probably... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like, oh, is The Wolf of Wall Street on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. I don't have Netflix. (laughs) Why did you write this? (laughs) John, I don't know. I don't know why I did anything. I don't know. Uh... I think, listen, if he's just woken up uh-huh. after 6,000 years, what he's going to need yeah. to understand is the dramatic disruption to the economy around 2008. So let's start with yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. And also... Great. Yeah? Perfect. Okay. And I yeah. think also that introduces him to Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, so we've mm-hmm. kind of covered a lot of ground. Um what else? And he can go off and, you know, find uh, more of Leo's stuff, you know, later. Yeah. He can go watch Romeo mm-hmm. and Juliet. He can watch yeah. Titanic. He can watch... What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Yeah. Are they all on Netflix? No, okay. No. So that's the one. The yeah, I don't know. Wall Street. 
Um, are you looking at Netflix now? Are you- no, I, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm off piece. I'm doing this like authentically. I'm not calling a friend. Okay. I'm just doing it. I'm sure. doing it raw. Um, I. No, no, I mean, you, you can do it whatever way you want. Whatever you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't have Netflix, so I can't help you out. I uh, remember um, uh, Sunny in Philadelphia being on Netflix. Netflix. I can't even remember the name of Netflix. So. Yeah, but that's good. Not I don't know. I feel like I should show him things that are instructive, so he's really paying attention. Right. Um, my sister has been watching a show called Inside the Mind of a Cat, and that would be a good contrast to The Wolf of Wall yeah. Street, right? Because it'll be like, okay, we've covered greed and being horny, mm-hmm. So defining sure. attributes of people. Let's look at greed right. and being horny, but from the point of view of a cat. So that's an option too. Inside it's the mind, great because it's uh, it's not a speciesist uh, selection you're giving him then. Yeah, so yeah, that's really nice. It's yeah. the whole buffet. <laughs> um, and um, yeah. I think then maybe we should lighten things up a little bit. Maybe we'd watch Minions. If that's on Netflix or like, a, yeah, that's yeah. Wally, I think he'd. Pro- I think personally, I've just realised this. He'd probably just like you know that fire thing. You can oh, watch fire. a fire for like forty minutes. <laughs> what like putting he'd a fish probably, tank? <laughs> yeah, he'd probably like that because oh yeah, cause I I am still a bit chilly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would I think you know that'd be a good palate cleanser to appeal yeah. to his interest. Definitely a fire, not an aquarium, because yeah. I think you know. Having been yeah, in this... frozen water for a while, it's a bit exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, this guy I'm sounds nice down... as well. This is kind of like a weird date setting. I think it sounds quite fun. <laughs> sure, yeah, uh, exactly. That's what I thought. You know, he's he's uh, he's been frozen for six thousand years. I think we should set him up immediately. Yeah, thawing and chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've put down correct about uh, Netflix. So there you go. Oh, yeah. uh, you 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 are doing very well with one blip, so that's pretty good. Uh, and the blip was here we go. Hitler. So really, okay, cool. I'll take it. And do you know what? Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you know, we all have moments where we see um, we see Hitler in a different way, or, or 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 we accidentally say that we did, and. It's just a shame that for you, it's a matter of public record. Yeah. In my now, moments of weakness, I have thought, mm-hmm. Hitler, I would like him to send me a hand-drawn dick pic. And the more I think sure. about it, the more I know that's true. Do you think Eva Braun got a dick painting? Ooh. Um, yeah. Tough question. <laughs> so he tended to paint landscapes right so um yeah but he was full of himself so yeah that's true i think a dick pic is better in portrait but like i i'm sure she got a few yeah you don't really want a water anyway it doesn't matter sorry i was thinking watercolor isn't the right medium i think an oil painting of a dick pic but i think Mm. he like i think he painted in watercolor mostly landscapes but as you say fairly self-involved so maybe willing to take a punt for the sake of art I think uh, I think to call him uh, self-involved is um, is very kind of you. And once again, <laughs> it's just showing sort of like your nice side. Yay! Um, here we go. Here we go. Here's the next question, Sean. Do you think children still like snakes and ladders? Not the game. I um, well, children have always loved snakes, 
Um, no, they love them. Yeah, can't get enough of them. Big worm. I uh, I really liked snakes as a kid and terrified of ladders. Um, so. See, as a child, I loved ladders. I what? Would, I would think I was. I think. Oh no, I think I was obsessed with ladders. Really? We would have had. Yeah, because fight. people were up ladders doing things that were practical, and I was like, "Wow, I'll never be able to do that." But then, didn't uh, you look at the other people who had their like snakes, and you were like, "Oh, but they've got a snake. That's much better than a ladder." <laughs> I picked the wrong side. Well, don't forget, I'm from the uh, very county where uh, <laughs> St Patrick is buried. So the idea of supporting something that he did such a great job of getting rid of. I Were you allowed to know what a snake was as a child? Or is it something that... Oh, okay, hang on. Because St. Patrick banished the snakes. This I understand. But um, yeah. was it a thing of like, we don't mention the snakes anymore? Like, just don't even use the word. The snakes were never here. Uh, any Anyone even think about a snake or draw a snake no it's like it's just violent snakes snakes just never came up in my life as as a child uh (laughs) whereas ladders you couldn't fucking move for ladders and uh, no you really couldn't people were working constantly up ladders and it was it was you know it was like god what 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 must it be like to be that high you know, How many ladders did you have in your house? I don't even know if we had any. It what? was other people who had ladders. Yeah. Oh. I I own a ladder now and I've got no interest in it. And I think that's my point. Yeah. No, but I can understand you know, you, that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could get up a ladder. I think I'd be scared. I would really, I really like snakes, but I can live mm. without one in the house, I think, on balance. Um, even, you know, like, yeah. The streets of Belgium were swarming with snakes, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, but um, I think now, yeah. as an adult, yeah, I wouldn't have one in my I've, family house. I've never touched a snake. I wonder, is that something that's lacking in me? Really? Um, you've never, never touched a snake? Ah. I've, touched, I've touched an alligator mm-hmm. and I've touched a tarantula. Appropriately never... or inappropriately? I'm just checking. Really inappropriately. Like right. I'm talking proper hashtag me too stuff. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I had the entire tarantula in my hand. Stroking its legs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's babe. Got, yeah, it's got, just what, putting, really? putting a little arm around its abdomen. Like, come closer. <laughs> exactly. They're just pretty got, big. Yeah. What? <laughs> let, let me introduce you to Attenborough. Do you want um, to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It works, right? And uh, uh, but uh, but but I I had uh, I had an alligator in my a guy. I, I'm going to cut this story short so that we can have some air of mystery to it. Ooh. But a guy that I met walked out of his house with two alligators. <gasps> what one was it? One was an alligator. One was an adult alligator, and one was a baby one. And as he walked towards me, I went. Please don't fucking hand the baby alligator to me. Please don't, please don't play. And he just did. And I went, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. And all I could think of was that adult under his arm knows I've got the baby. Which of the two of us do you think this alligator is going to attack? <laughs> oh, so, uh, by the way, I don't, know if, uh, I don't know if you know the end of this story, but I haven't been eaten. So. Yeah, no, that, okay, yeah. It was that's fine. true. It was fine. I would, listen, I'm going to be honest, I would find it incredibly hard in that situation to not at least try to breastfeed the baby alligator. There would just be something that, 
I mean, it wouldn't be nice. Well, but... It was very cute. Oh, and my because God. Because it was all big eyes and, <gasps> nice you teeth. know, and yeah. it, really nice. Like, like it nibbled, but it was like, oh, well, that's not going to. Whereas, you know, the adult was, was like, just. just the adult was drunk. Like... Nine, <laughs> <brick>. nine <laughs> seconds. <laughs> How big was he? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I want to just, I know you want to move past this story, but I want to zoom in. How big mm. was the adult alligator? Like a meter? It's and a this, half? The, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, like, like, you know, it's the size of an alligator and it was underneath the guy's arm. Because that's like, what confused like, me. I thought like was he was big. carrying an ironing board. Wow. And the baby? Uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, the baby was like, I don't know, about the size of a beer can, except one that I didn't want to hold. Oh wow! Wait, so that's tiny. I thought it'd be more like yeah. you know the size of a uh, like a laptop case at least. Um, no, 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 no. It's a proper little baby, and uh, I imagine the uh, adult was heavily drugged or something <laughs> because, like I say, I didn't get eaten. <laughs> I want to cuddle the baby alligator now. <laughs> I want to oh, cuddle it so bad. Hey, do you know what? I've just remembered something. Something properly creepy happened. So. Um, it was about, I think about 2000, something like that, 2001. And uh, so mobile phones with cameras weren't so, you know, widely whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't have a camera with me. But I noticed um, this German couple, with, with that, and they were taking photos of these alligators, right? Yeah. Wow. And yeah, exactly. And I just said to one of them, like, could you take a photo with me with this baby alligator. Like, yeah, yeah. And I went, and could you email it to me? I'll give you my email address. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took the photos. And then anyway, uh, there was all these other people around at the time. And then uh, once everything calmed down a bit, I went, so can I give you the email address? And they went, why? And no. Went, so, you, so you can send me the photo. And they went, what <gasps> photo? No. I went, you, you definitely took some photos of me. And they went, no, we didn't. And they just got into the car and drove away. So somewhere there's a German couple who've got for yeah. their own personal use. What do you think they've done with the photos? Listen, everyone has a fetish and someone has a fetish, which is wanking over me holding a baby alligator. <laughs> um, and, and do you know what? That person can... Couldn't have believed their luck that day. Well, <laughs> fuck. I mean, this has been a long time <laughs> coming, uh, so to speak. But yeah. Wow, yeah. Once in yeah. a lifetime. I I hope those surface. But I feel like <laughs> finding the worst time for those pictures to surface would mean things have worked out really badly <laughs> for you. Um, so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, what well, things have so that that you know, <laughs> it's any second now they'll they'll come up. Fill your boots. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Anyway, I, I, I put down correct about snakes. Okay. Okay. This is the final question of the golden eight. Whoa! There's one 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 question after this, but it's the penultimate question. I can't remember any of the questions so far. You didn't need to know that. Never mind. Anyway. No, 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 no. Listen, the one thing that I've tried, and I've tried so hard with this podcast, is to make it instantly forgettable. Cool. So thank you. Uh, if it's working, that's great. <laughs> Sean, name five astronauts. And it's absolutely fine if you have to make up their names. Laika the dog 
is an yep. astronaut. Um, yeah, that's true. Big Bert from Lancaster. Nick, yeah, that guy. Nick Armstrong. Uh, he yep. went to the moon. Uh, oh, he was all about the moon, old Nick. Mark Wahlberg in the film, his character, uh, who went to Mars. And um, you're one from... Did Mark Wahlberg go to Mars or was it... Uh, ben Affleck. Uh, the... Oh, Channing yeah, Tatum? No. No, it's, uh, it's the other one. The Why other, can't I remember his name? The other kind of uh, potato man. Um, what? Oh, man, who is it? Born Identity. Born Identity. Who the fuck's that Jason, Jason Stratham? Jason, no? Uh, no, no. Let's let's say Larry Grayson. Ja- Jessica, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Jessica Chastain as well. Yeah, like, sure, yeah. sure. And uh, one more. I'm thinking of this the movie... Uh, the one where Killian Murphy goes to the sun. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. When he went to the yeah, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, summer holiday. Yeah, summer holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good SP- space SP- movie. SPF three thousand. Great film. I love, I love it. Killian Murphy, Una Stubbs, Double Decker Bus, <laughs> in the center of the sun. Mister Whippy, Mister Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to put down correct about spacemen mm-hmm. uh, and space women. Yeah, yeah. Let's put uh, space fuckers. There you go. I'll just yeah, yeah. You then, didn't. Then no, no one is insulted, or everyone is. I don't know. You didn't ask me a question which I thought was going to come up and which I had an answer to, mm-hmm. which was the oh, great. question of like, if you met yourself, would you like you? Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't have an do answer. Want, do you want me to ask you? This is this is a uh, uncharted territory we we i could go for that i can no one's ever come with their own questions oh but it wasn't um, my own question it's just one that you had before and i thought oh fuck that's gonna oh okay yeah. yeah 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 no 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 hey listen no no this <laughs> is uh this is this is all for you uh, and anyone else's questions you would have heard fuck those guys fuck them uh, but with with that in mind if if you met you would you would you like you i'm not sure because so I was thinking about this because I um, I met someone at a party and we had this unspoken realisation, which we then articulated literally uh, a few weeks later when we became friends. Didn't need an app back in the day. You could just be a friend anyway. But um, yeah, uh, I met a girl at a party and I realised that we had like the exact same social function at that party of like, outgoing chatty girl whose role is to just like assemble lots of other people at the party together and then just kind of recede into the background and let everyone do their thing and I was like Mm -hmm. I don't know just like meeting someone who was just like me was very boring and we both clocked it we were kind of like oh yeah we're the industry standard version of this we have some other things that differentiate like right each other but um yeah this is um, you're sort of describing in a in a way why I don't go to like um, Comic Con or anything. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's so, exactly it. Like I don't need to meet more me's. I've got enough. I've I, got one, and that's and already I, too many. I, I don't need to be reminded how awful I am. <laughs> and embarrassing, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm. I think that's the thing. It's like I know that if someone just kind of needed to find another me at short notice like 
easily you just you go to a Lana Del Rey gig or you just uh you put something provocative on Twitter and someone with like a bob haircut and black eyeliner says something right and you know that's that's how you find another me you know it's kind of like oh here are the circumstances where me type people are found and I don't want to meet those people I think it's more interesting to meet people who are very un me so yeah it's not like a dislike exactly it's just like a lack of interest I'd be like it's like if I had to like live in a flat with a clone of me, I'd just be exhausted. Like we don't we don't need more of this. We need a we need like a counterpoint, you know. I think I'd actively not get on with me. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, both. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get on with you. Um, yeah. Like. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, uh, I gave that question. I'm gonna, yeah, I, I, I thought about it a lot just because I remember this really pointed moment where I looked into the eyes of someone and we both realised that we were looking at, you know, just like if we were building a character in The Sims, yeah, all of the same yeah. controls kind of went into this person. This is what they do in like a social situation. Um, yeah, and it was kind of like, I think we were both very like underwhelmed and eager to go and chat to other people who were very different because that's just more interesting than like we we I know, I know what she loosely is like you know uh same and sure. it's, it's boring not boring like it's, in itself but boring because it's like well it's just just the same as always do you how do you feel when you um date someone and you've been dating for a while and all of a sudden they start l- liking the things that you like Ooh. Oh, like I, they're kind of catfishing I, a bit as, as, like, as you. Like, but all of a sudden they're going, do you know what? I've started taking salt in my tea. <laughs> oh, That's my weird thing. I've started licking my own shoes just to feel yeah, something. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel proud and um, I feel... <laughs> I feel relieved with the shoe licking. I feel relieved for their immune system, which means they'll live a long and happy life and I'll be relieved mm. of care responsibilities. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. I, uh, ooh, to be honest, <laughs> it hasn't happened that often. Finally, because, some honesty. Yeah, yeah, thanks. It's been a long time, but I lasted mm-hmm. 50 minutes and now I can let it sure. <laughs> out. Um, to be honest, uh, I think people who've dated me very rarely get into the stuff that I really like because the version of me that they like dating is the sort of thin film of a person who is dateable and then they sort of look under the lid and find out what I actually enjoy and they go fuck (laughs) but by that point they've got emotionally invested so it's too late to back out so yeah very rarely have people started to like like the bands I like or books right. that I'm into. So, um, yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel cheated or like? I, I don't like it at all. I don't. I really, really, really don't like it when uh, uh, it's it's happened to me. And the, the one that really sticks in my head is uh, really early 90s. I'm seeing someone and I'm a huge uh, Smiths fan. Mm hmm. And she hates the Smiths. She's going, oh, God, this isn't even music. And I'm totally happy with that. Yeah, great. But as the relationship goes on, she's going, oh, my God, they're amazing. They're amazing. They're amazing. <gasps> oh, no, they grow on her. No, ah. Leave it. Leave it. And then, one, this is terrible that I'm saying this, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> then uh, I come home from work. I, it's hard to believe, but I used to be employed. Right? <laughs> I come home from work one day and... 
she's sort of done the flat up so it's all sexy. Okay. Right? And, but she's put Smith's videos on the TV. Wait. And she wants us to make sweet love on the floor <gasps> in front of, the, and I'm like, nope, can't bang in front of Smith's video. I just can't. <laughs> it's Smith's are not sexy. And I don't, now. But so had she, whole... had she kind of thought, oh, so kind of like Berlin Sex Dungeon, where there's like porn playing on the screen yeah. around, but she was playing the Smith's videos. It's very yeah, kinky. Instead of, yeah, yeah, exactly. But she thought it'd be like a sex dungeon, but without, <laughs> it, instead of physical pain, it'll be ex- existential angst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I have enough of that during sex anyway. I mean, <laughs> we thought, I thought the emotional torture was a given. Why do we have to have it on yeah. TV? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I just have to check. Was there more than one screen, or was it from one screen only? It, like, it was, it was, it was one screen. Okay, but it was in the room. Mm, yeah, and and it was, and I was like, "Can I? I need to switch this off." <laughs> and she goes, "Why? Why? Oh no, don't switch it off. I like it." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's one of the reasons why." I have to switch it off. <laughs> Do you think that's it's... a thing, though? Especially with attraction, is often what's attractive about someone is that they're a bit mysterious you know it's like i'm never really gonna suss this person out and the more they become like you the more you're like yeah oh no i know i i get this now of course it this. is of yeah. course it is it's like the, oh my god the look i mean put it this way obviously at the beginning of a relationship if you if your partner all of a sudden starts acting like you mm. You go fuck me. Well, I might as well just stay home and wank. And then obviously, <laughs> obviously, once you get into the relationship, you go, "I'd love to stay home and wank." <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, for for sure. I've been feeling this very intensely because I generally am like overwhelmingly attracted to quite like quiet people because I'm just like a gobby extrovert who just like crashes around talking about myself all the time so like the fascination with people who don't just like vomit out what's going through their heads at any given point is just like I I just I'm I'm mesmerized by it you know um so yeah I mean difficult group of people to meet but um yeah it's the sort of a the the alienness of people is what makes them interesting. The more they're kind of like, oh no, yeah, sure. The more I think they're already inside your head, the more you're like, why would you do this? <laughs> I live see, it every day. It's awful. <laughs> see, I'm like that, but I'm like that with people who are just so kind. It's like, like it's. I'll be honest with you. I'm so horrible. Mm. That when I meet somebody who's really, really genuinely kind and warm, I feel like I'm meeting an alien. <laughs> like, what is this strange language that you use and weird way of living? Being selfish is amazing. You don't have to give a shit. You don't care about anything. It's fucking great. I mean, you, you don't lead a single happy day of your life, but you don't have to do anything. Mm. And then you meet a kind person. You go, Oh, I want to be like that. So, question for you. But I can't do it. (laughs) Question for you. What about virtue signalers, right? So people who like compulsively virtue signaler because they would give off every um, like 
visible sign of being like a deeply compassionate, caring person. But it tends to be right. to be like for their own means, you know, to kind of manipulate people to their own ends. Does that like is that like the best of both worlds for you, or does one kind of cancel the I, other I, out? It definitely cancels the other one out because uh-huh. here's the thing: it's only genuinely kind people. We all know the social media version of kind person, which is it's not a kindness; it's them saying look at how much better I am than you. Mm. And that is not kindness. That is branding. Yeah. Bollocks. Um, so yeah, I mean that sort of person that, and those people are easy. They don't know this. That's the thing that we have over these people. They don't know how easy they are to see, mm. but they don't know that. So, Hey, they're off still going. Oh my God, people. Oh my God. Now, I watched a documentary last night about, um, an Instagram scammer. Ooh. And 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 everyone's got oh my God, she was so horrible. What she did was she let these people in to her life by saying she was a lovely person. And guess what? Uh, she only wanted to sell her merchandise. And I went, yeah, because you were all buying into this whole idea. Of, well, if we're friends with her, <laughs> then we're good people. It's like you're horrible people. You're calling her horrible, but she was just doing what you wanted her to do. Yeah, on and a, you on paid a sales her platform. to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I was like, now, and and like, I couldn't believe it was in the true crime section of iPlayer. It was like, what crime has she done? Yeah, I haven't seen that episode on Jamila Jamil, but I'll check it out. You really should. You really should. You really should. You really should. We have one fight. By the way, I'm going to put down uh, correct about Jamila Jamil. Or Greta Thunberg. <laughs> uh, yeah. Greta Thunberg. Yeah. No, I'm going to. Fuck Greta. I'm <laughs> okay. Uh, here's the final question. Mm. If you can answer it. Ooh. Sean. Yes. What is leg hole? Oh, it's a howl of despair <laughs> into the void. But at this point, mm. what isn't? I mean, I actually think that was very generous because I think of leg hole as the void. <laughs> oh, so, wow. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, like so like a self-reflecting void, like the kind of Russian mm. dolls of void within void within void. Yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put kind down. Sean Doxy, thank you so much for joining us all. Thank you for uh, having me on uh, the show. Us, us all being me and Neil. Uh, <laughs> Hi Neil. The the audience is called Neil. Cool. Uh thank you so much. Uh luckily we have enough information about you now that we really know who the real Sean Doxy is. So yes. If you don't mind, I can now go through that Sean Doxy is correct about horses. She's correct about fish fingers. Correct about the tambourine. Correct about Hitler. She's wrong about Hitler. She's correct about Newtonards. Correct about Thatcher and cats. Correct about Netflix. Correct about snakes. Correct about space fuckers. She does think that Greta should go fuck herself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was about. But she's also very kind, and all those things come together to make our beloved Sean Toxie. Let's hear from Sean Toxie. Come on. Sean, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, here in the Lake. And thank you, people at home or on a bus or just lying face down in a pub, uh, for listening to our blather. I was about to apologize for the technical fault at the beginning, but quite frankly, I think it's charming. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sean, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.